<clears throat> Good morning, guys. If uh, you're on the call for the first time, we're so glad to have you here. Um, this is not associated with any church, denomination, any company. Uh, it's just a group of believers that get together on Wednesday morning to try to get us over the hump during the week. And uh, if you would like to uh, send out the reminder email, uh, feel free to do so. If you want to text that to somebody, you can. Uh, if you're not getting that, uh, if you will uh, go to Game Changer, that's one word, and type in, uh, send that to 474747. It will uh, walk you through getting set up to get that email reminder, and you're free to forward that on to anybody else. Uh, so, like I say, if you're first time here, we're glad to have you here this morning, and uh, uh, we'll go ahead and get started. You know, every year about this time, uh, I love to watch the Little League World Series uh, because, to me, it's one of those deals where that the, it's a sport that's in its rarest form. Uh, it, you know, at that time, the kids, you know, they, they play hard because they, they love the game. They're not playing hard to try to impress anybody for a scholarship. They're not playing hard to try to get to the pros. They're not in the pros trying to get an endorsement deal. They're playing because they love the game. Um, one of the teams that I've, I've been following and, and have been really impressed with was the team from Venezuela. They're representing Latin America. And when they start telling their story, they were barely able to get to their qualifying tournament uh, to try to make it to the World Series. They ended up having to take a 10-hour bus ride to get there. The coaches say that uh, because of the state of their country, that nutritionally the kids don't eat the way they should, uh, you know, that where it would be healthy for them as an athlete, but they still love the game. So they go to their uh, tournament that qualifies them for the Little League uh, World Series, um, but it was just a massive ordeal for them to get here uh, because it's hard when you're from Venezuela to get a visa to the U.S., and so it ended up that one of the coaches and their best pitcher were not able to get visas. And, uh, and that, that was just part of it. So they had to come here with not all of their coaching staff and not all of their players, and especially one of their best pitchers. So I heard that, and I, you know, I thought about that, that story and everything, and about, you know, man, the kid that didn't get to come. You know that just you know that's got to be tough on that kid. But yesterday there was a story that came out that he actually he flew into New York yesterday and they drove him down um, to Pennsylvania for you know for him to be with his team and he was going to get to play. So uh, you know that that whole story there. You think about the struggles and think about that the country is so poor that the parents weren't even able to come watch their kids in a moment that's probably you would consider a once-in-a-lifetime moment. Uh, but when you look at those kids and the way they played, you would have never known uh, that, that there was anything going on behind the scenes uh, like that they were dealing with. Um, so, you know, you think about that. There's a lot of trust there. In that story, there's a lot of trust. That You know, the team has to trust their coaches because the team has been turned basically upside down. The coach has to trust the players uh, to pick up the slack where they were and play in the first several games. The players and coaches both had to trust that someone was going to work everything out to get the, uh, that player and still working on getting a coach here to the U.S. that they were missing. And think about the parents, what kind of trust they have to you know, send their kid to the United States and their 10, 11, 12-year-olds and sending your kid off to somewhere with a couple of coaches and other people pushing them around, and you can't be there and be responsible for your child. And the list could go on and on about trust. 
and that got me to thinking a little bit about, you know, um, you know, it's a, for us it should be a trust thing. A lot of times in life, you know, we have to trust, um, you know, God. And when things don't go our way, uh, we, we trust God anyway. It says in Isaiah 12:2, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. But trust is a choice we have to make. <clears throat> There's been times in my life that, that uh, you know, I've said, okay, God, here's the, here's the problem. Here's the situation I've got. And sometimes I'll catch myself reaching back like God can't see me, and I'll try to pick it up and take it again. Or, I don't, you know, I don't think that, that, um, that it's something that God can handle. You know, I know it's crazy, but you, sometimes I'll go pick it up and, you know, and I stand there and say, hey, man, this burden's kind of heavy, God. You know that, huh? Who knows how heavy the burden is on you? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, we've got to make that choice to, to, to give it to God. Now, the other thing I, you know, struggle with is, you know, I don't tend sometimes I don't want to give God time to work everything out. And in Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says, he makes all things beautiful in his time. So that to me, that's saying, hey, he's going to work this out. You know, there's always time for God to work in our lives. You know, it doesn't matter how bad we've messed up. It doesn't matter, you know, what the, the problem is. It doesn't matter, you know, what the enemy has stolen from your life over the years. You know, God can restore all that, but he's got to do it in his time. And I think I've said it on here before. God's never early. He's never late. He's always on time. And you think about it, and you look back in maybe places in your life where you've been that, you know, you thought maybe things should be happening in a different time frame, but when God worked it out, you saw that that time frame was right for you. So right now, if you're not trusting God in something, I don't know where you're at, but this is your moment. God promises he's gonna, he can turn everything around that happens in our life and turn it around into something that's good. So you've got to hold on to that. And I'm going to point you toward this, Romans 8:28. It says, and we know all, that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So that's the promise right there that we've got, that, you know, God's going to work this out, and he's going to work it out, you know, for the good. So, uh, you know, I know that's not a very long devotional this morning, but I would like to give everybody the opportunity to, you know, be able to uh, discuss, you know, maybe some times or something that they, they could share that, that would encourage others about trust. So I'm going to stop the recording now so we can have a discussion.